hello there and welcome to this episode of chats over coffee with my yoga teacher the podcast where the yoga teacher kayla mccormack silks to her student who is also a comedian peter brush who is me and we'll be drinking a hot drink during the process of this conversation but i had out the slurps because they're disgusting um so you ready here comes the show you know elvis died on the toilet right Okay, I didn't know this, but I'm going to just say, yeah. You, did, you didn't know that? No, I don't really know a whole lot about Elvis. I feel a little bit silly because one of my best friends when I was growing up, she was such a big Elvis fan. And I just was like, I'm not a big Elvis fan. <laughs> so My grand loves Elvis, but she hates the Beatles. She says the Beatles ruined music. You know, really? They're, they're not that different, really. I mean... <laughs> but... <laughs> ruined music yeah yeah okay everything was fine before then but like you know but obviously Uh like he he died was on he had a heart attack on the toilet okay i assume he was straining too much or something (laughs) it's it's not a dignified end is it oh no that's what happened but there's this like conspiracy theory isn't it that he like is still alive Mm -hmm. but i sort of think that that must be what people have been told in the way that, you know, like if you've got a dog that's sick and you don't want the kids to know that the dog's going to die, you say it's gone to like live on a farm. You think <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. the equivalent for old people that love Elvis. So like, did he really die on the toilet? No, no, no. He's, He's going to live on a farm. For some reason. <laughs> for mental health reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag farm life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I found out it was apparently really, really bad for the environment. Is cryptocurrency. Yes, absolutely horrendous. It's also bad for casual gamers as well. <laughs> oh, you're a casual gamer though, aren't you? Yeah. It means that all the computer uh, parts that you would use to mine cryptocurrency, like um, graphics cards and stuff, are ridiculously overpriced because people use them to, to make cryptocurrency instead. So you don't you don't have any then, do you? No, I would not support a cryptocurrency. Okay, I just wondered yeah. maybe you. I for didn't one, it's not very environmentally friendly, and for two, pirates like it. So yeah. Oh, okay. And not the good kind, not the pirates of the Caribbean kind of pirates, you know. Yeah, well, the, well, the, the jolly ones that just party and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, of... not not those. Not give me more rum and, and mead and you know wenches. Not those kind of pirates. <laughs> well, that's just the the veneer of respectability to those pirates, and I don't know if you. I don't know if you know your history, but they've been up to a few things over the years. Yeah, pirates. I love pirates. Pirates are great. They, okay. they had a life expectancy of six months. You mean a six months as in as a six-month-old baby, or do you mean six months? No, once they decided they were going to be a pirate and go on a pirate ship, they lasted about six months and then they were <laughs> It wasn't like all these sort of four-month-year-old babies having to walk the plank <laughs> or something. That That's does not I'm make any sense. <laughs> should be crawling the plank, shouldn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, if they're babies. Or like <laughs> taking your first steps, but it's just to go into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a video that you don't want to be uh, showing you. Yeah, oh, look, his first steps into the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the idea of a pirate ship full of pirate babies? That's kind of cool. You, know, you couldn't prosecute them, could you? Or underage. You get the babies to traffic all the rum and stuff, <laughs> you? Yeah. So the reason that it's bad for the environment is because you leave your computer on all day, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We all have computers on all day, though, don't we? So pretty much, don't we? Well, so. if you don't have a good computer. I remember people leave their computers on because they take a long time to start up. My computer takes less than 10 seconds to turn on. So if your computer doesn't take, takes a long time to start up, you really need to think about getting a 
you know, sorted. <laughs> for the environment. <laughs> for every reason. Uh, okay. The rule that I've always used is if you're going to be off your computer for more than an hour, turn it off. If you're going to be on it, then that's different. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. You don't want to leave your computer on all day because that's not very good. But then that's what cryptocurrency needs you to do, isn't it? Because of the mining yes. and stuff. But it's more than that, though. It's like leaving your computer on working a really hard video game at the same time. So it's actually working hard, like leaving your kettle on or leaving a vacuum cleaner on. It's not just on because any computer, if it's not doing anything, it will go to some sort of like sleepy mode. You know, the screen turns off, it goes black if you don't move the mouse, you know, things like that because it's kind of cooling down and it's not doing much. But when you run your cryptocurrency, it's like running a really hard video game for whatever graphics cards and stuff you've got. So it's really working. It's not just on. It's on and working. So you wouldn't be opposed to it if they had a f- more efficient computers programs then? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that would that would. Help. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a guy I used to go to university with has launched a cryptocurrency in the last couple of weeks. A new currency? A, a cryptocurrency, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on. Now he's a bit of a he's a bit of an eccentric. Mm-hmm. So he's either going to end up a millionaire or in a ditch. <laughs> I don't really know which way it's going to go because money is actually like because I was thinking like cryptocurrency does seem like a bit of a grift to me. Like it seems mm. like it seems like it doesn't really exist. It's like I was like oh well, people kind of have to like pretend these things are worth something, but actually actual money is that, isn't it? Yeah. Like actual yeah. money doesn't exist unless we all kind of agree that money yes. exists and that it means something to say there's that whole thing is it yes, like on a fiver it isn't isn't this it isn't say this is five pounds it's that whole i promise to pay the bearer upon receipt of this five. Mm-hmm. so it's not so money doesn't even exist unless you agree with it so maybe cryptocurrency isn't is it because it's just not backed up by like uh by any sort of government yeah, yeah yeah from the sounds of things people make money from cryptocurrency just by basically selling the cryptocurrency back into dollars anyway so yeah, that's how you make the money. You get the cryptocurrency. It's almost like stocks and shares, but yeah, stocks yeah. and shares in cryptocurrency rather than in something worth, you know. So the the guy is now. I don't know how this works, but he, him, and his other presumably other eccentric mate, mm. they have gone to Bolivia or somewhere and mm. have some sort of metal detectors where they found out where a meteorite landed, and they have been finding the bits of meteorite on the floor. Okay. And they are using parts of the mineral deposits or something to back up their crypt- their new cryptocurrency. Oh. Which is called like um like space gold coin or something like that. <laughs> so I got asked to join the Facebook group for it, which I ha- mm-hmm. I have not. Oh. I'm I'm supportive from afar, but not okay. in terms of getting involved at all. That sounds really interesting. I don't know, is that the di- is that different to mining because he's actually Found bits Actually of space mining? dust, or I don't know. <laughs> you know, if he becomes a billionaire or something, then well, I might ask him to. Imagine, I can't ask for any favors, can I? If I'm not getting in on this on the ground, I can't really. Oh, yeah. I mean, I listened to a big podcast about cryptocurrency and NFTs recently because I didn't know what they were. Oh, like when people own like the first copy of something, but it's all electronic anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so is yeah, it non fungible token or something like that? Or something. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, non fungible token. That's it. So it's a unique yeah. token encrypted with an artist's signature, verifying ownership yeah. and authenticity and stuff. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, it was on the news. Yeah, it's like been. It's a big thing. It's mm-hmm. like um, 
well, obviously it's not a big thing for working class people, but, <laughs> but it's a big thing for people in Silicon Valley with loads of money that want to like, mm, you know, mm. but it feels like art collecting in a very modern sense. I don't know what whether you can like own like the original meme or something like that. Is I that, think that's is that how it works. Like so that. you know, like yeah. that really, really popular meme of the guy with his girlfriend, and another girl walks past, and he turns around and goes, Phew. "Oh yeah." yeah. So, <laughs> do you think that's probably like the most expensive piece of artwork in the world now, or something? <laughs> do you think you're like the owner of that's got it like hanging up in his Silicon Valley apartment next to a original Botticelli or something? <laughs> 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 it's, just, it's not the same, is it? It's not, <laughs> Oh, I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard this amazing story about NFTs and cryptocurrency because I think you have to, a lot of people use cryptocurrency to buy the NFTs. All oh, right. So there was some bloke that was trying to set up a like a Street Fighter type game where mm. everybody that wanted to get involved in the game had their own like avatar, but the avatars mm. were everyone's unique NFTs, and it was. Oh of monkeys so it was all slightly different monkeys okay. that someone had drawn and that you some people were paying like tens of okay. thousands of pounds to own the nft oh so that they could fight as that character in the game okay so he arranged all this and people were giving like tens of thousands of pounds and being transferred to him so that they could all play this game and then okay. one day the website just wasn't there and he just ran off with all the money right? yeah no, because it's not regulated, so it just like made I don't know I think millions from it actually. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's exactly right. Because at the very least, if you're working in real cash, you have a lot of safeguards. You know, mm. even at the very least, if if you get offered a service, you know, you give them money for a service and they don't provide the service. You know, if you do that on your credit card, your credit card might just reimburse you, and then they might chase them and go through the courts and stuff, and you might just forget about it. You know, it depends on what kind of money you're talking, obviously. But, like, yeah, there's always a risk that you can... <laughs> That's mm. crazy. Yes. But I also sort of thought, what loser is spending £8,000 on a monkey drawing to play on, <laughs> to play on a light? That sounds awful. Yeah. I can uh... get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's... Uh, uh, um, obviously, don't mean that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we've been on for like an hour and 15 I'm sorry. minutes I'm so and we sorry. haven't really touched on much. Okay. <laughs> we've just been talking. <laughs> Is there a problem with that? Is there? I just feel like maybe we should, you know, mention something relevant to our topic. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yoga. So oh yeah, that's your, that's your field, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't so know. I did. <laughs> you said something about sitting down being as bad yeah. as smoking the other day. Yeah, so you've yeah. heard that, right? No. You've never heard that? Never heard that. Okay, so there's this thing that was cropping around for the last, I would probably safely say, eight to ten years. There's been a thing that sitting is as bad for you as smoking. So is that why you should walk with your cigarettes then? Just to... <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> if you take anything out of this episode, it's that bit of advice. That makes sure you go for a walk when you smoke, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but basically, the idea is that you have a sedentary life or sedentary life or whatever, however you want to say it. So you sit a lot and that's not good for you. Mm. But like they were trying to, I think by they, I mean like the they, you know, governments and things and doctors and people and things were trying to 
convince people to not sit so much and to try and to, you know, try and think of like a, um, you know, marketing strategy, basically, for this kind of health awareness. And one of the things they came up with was uh, sitting is as bad as smoking. And I, I just was focusing on back health and specifically back pain at, uh, in the last couple of weeks for our focus classes. So then the next thing that kind of cropped up from that was, well, usually those kind of problems come from sitting. So then it was like, well, what if you don't actually have any problems yet, but, you know, they're sitting. So then I kind of looked, started, you know, investigating and peeking into that a bit and stuff. And I mean, obviously, smoking damages your lungs. So no, sitting does not damage your lungs, but sitting does have effects on the body, specifically related to heart disease and heart issues, which is also very influenced by smoking. So I think that's where they pulled the, the connection mm-hmm. there, is they both increase your risk of heart problems, basically. But they're very different. And I suppose the main thing was, is just, like I said, we as a society, have very clearly gone down this route of smoking is bad for you, it kills you. Stop smoking, please. But we've never said that about sitting. <laughs> please, everyone, just stop sitting. <laughs> I'm just a social sitter, though. I don't you know. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I just sit down if everybody else is sitting yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You're passing that chair around. I can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the idea is that, obviously, when you're sitting, you're not doing something else. Mm. So it's... You know, it, it came in here and there, but they basically said, like, if you if you can get up and move around, and they called it moderate exercise, but basically have a walk, if you walk, not a mosey, but you only need 60 minutes a day, 60, 70 or something like that, and then that, like, kind of negates all the negative effects of sitting for quite a long period of time. So, and any moderate activity, so a, a, a movie yoga class, not a not a relaxing restorative class per se, but like a class that gets your heart pumping, gets you moving and stretching and things is good. But then the other thing as well is like this position, because obviously we are both sat down right now, this position of the body where the knees are up and the thighs are parallel with the floor and the hips are bent, like this shortens the muscles in the hip flexors. And it weakens your abdominal muscles. Your belly doesn't need to do anything, especially if you've got a back on your chair. <laughs> and you're not perched like a little, you know, like a bird or something. So you just basically, this is not necessarily the healthiest thing to do for an extended period of time. Even just holding it for too long is not very good for you. Really, we should stand up every hour mm-hmm. and move and walk and just have a little little stretch, you know, kind of just reach your hands up, you know, that kind of thing. When I had office jobs, they would start, they did start to tell yeah. us to do that sort of thing. And so yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'll get the post or whatever. Yeah, get, get a cup of tea, get, mm. grab, you know, go check the inbox. Yeah, just get up and mm. move. But I suppose like hard, it's harder when you're at home. Like when the lockdowns first happened, I started having some real flare ups with my sciatica like pain. So I don't, it's nerve related, but I wouldn't necessarily say it was sciatica because I haven't, I've never had it actually checked out by a doctor because I manage it myself without too much issue doing yoga. So that pain really flared up and I realized it was because I was sitting all the time. Mm -hmm. I was just sitting, you know, even though I was teaching a class a day, I was sitting so much (laughs) because I was at home and that's what you do when you're at home. You Mm -hmm. sit. Now I don't sit as much 
because I've got used to the fact that I'm at home all the time. So now I'll stand in the kitchen or, you know, I'll stand when I'm having a talk with, with hubby or whatever. I'll stand and I might do little loops around the living room or something while we're talking. I don't <laughs> loops around the living room while you're talking sounds... No, yeah. No, no. You don't do that? You don't walk and talk? My I do walk and talk. On the phone, I walk and talk. I can't sit on the on the phone. I always walk on the phone. Yeah, I walk on the yeah. phone. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of thing I'm, I'm thinking about. And even that will make such a big difference. You don't have to like get your heart rate. It's not talking about exercise. Exercise always helps you, but it's not necessarily talking about that. It's just talking about the difference between just sitting all the time, letting your body basically go weaker in the areas that hold you. So like your stomach weakens, the muscles that are deep in forward rounding. So that's just using a desk. So even if you use a desk, but not necessarily sitting all the time, but definitely desk work, you know, it shrinks the size of your lungs. You don't breathe as much. You don't stretch the little intercostal muscles between the ribs. So that doesn't, so you can't take a deep breath. You can't actually do it because there's no space for the breath to go because they've all like shrunk. And then the hip flexors weaken as well. So then they're not very strong. So when people ask me, you know, how do I step forward in my downward dog? I mean, obviously everyone's a little bit unique, but a lot of the time it's that muscle there. It's just not, it's not strong enough to pull the knee up. It's quite interesting stuff, really. Yeah, I mean, you're getting your foot down, do you? So when you're in downward dog and you want to step your foot forward between the hands. All right. I think I'm good at that. I don't know. If yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine then. That's probably because you walked a lot. You walked a lot. I mean, you. I don't know if you walk a lot now, but you definitely walked a lot. Yeah, I walk. We I had always, all the lockdowns. I'm always stuff, walking so you, about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that strengthens the muscle. I wouldn't necessarily say that stretches it, but that will certainly add some yeah. strength to it and stuff if you if you tend to walk. Whereas, like sitting is one of the few things where it's like that muscle is short because you've pulled it. So you've bent the knee, so you've pulled it together and it's shorter. And then on top of that, you don't need to use it to hold that shortness because you're relaxed as you sat down. So then it weakens as well. So it gets mm-hmm. short and weak. It's not, not many muscles can do both, get short and weak. Are we sort of designed, I'm not going to say, uh, ergonomically, is that the right word? Anthropomorphically, I can't remember. Not, are we Ergon- not? Yeah. Is that the same? Say what you mean and then I'll tell you if that word was right. <laughs> are we not designed to sit? I know we've fashioned especially like modern chairs in offices and stuff are fashioned in mm. a way to support various parts of your back and stuff so that you don't get so much back pain and things yeah. but are, is the whole you know like how people say that we're not supposed to sit on the toilet like the way that we yeah. sit on the toilet is it similar in that like we're not naturally supposed to be sitting on chair like objects is that um, part of it or or would we be would sitting say. on rocks in the old... I mean, you don't get many rocks that have lumbar support and a backrest, do you? So. No, I would say that chairs are designed for our bodies. Yeah. So chairs are good. You're not. It's not better for you to sit on a rock unless <laughs> you, you're going for the idea that it's an abnormal shape, so you're going to be using your core muscles to hold you. Right. You know, like when some people use a ball instead of a chair at their desk, you know, a big bouncy ball. Well, when they're pregnant, you know, those big like Pilates balls. Yeah, you see pregnant women on them, exactly <laughs> yeah. like that. But the idea is that you're in a you're in an odd position, and you have to use muscles to hold yourself there. But you're not necessarily like halfway through a squat holding yourself at your desk. You're you're just not in a chair. It's just slightly different. You know, mm. it just uses more muscles or whatever to balance on the bouncy ball. But no, I think the issue isn't that the chair is bad or that this shape is bad. But any shape for eight hours a day is going to be bad. I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's well, just you're stood not up. moving. If you stood up for eight hours a day, would that be also be bad? Or? They're probably bad for your feet, to be honest. <laughs> Unless you got some good shoes. Because <laughs> I think that sometimes like... have those workspaces, don't you, where you stand all day at the desk now, like 
Probably, yeah, I've got a Google standing desk, probably but mine goes up and down. But yeah, yeah, where you can stand. I, th- I think I think the biggest thing is your body is made to move. Your body's not made to be still. So even standing still is probably not a good idea. But you probably won't. It probably wouldn't happen. If you stood, you would move because you mm. would be tired after a few hours. So you would start to wiggle and shift and change position and lean and, you know, maybe put your foot up on your leg or, you know, you'd start to try and release some of the pressure somewhere by wiggling. Whereas in a chair, you don't have to do that to be comfortable. Mm. So it's easier to hold for a really long time. But the main thing is, it's just to move, you know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I just used my hands emphatically and threw my mic across. <laughs> so, okay, there we go. We just put that back. I caught it. I caught it as it was flying. That was impressive. Oh, yeah, I see, see that. Thank you. <laughs> So on a fundamental level, like the whole like yoga is moving things that mm. you wouldn't necessarily move in your sedentary lifestyle. You know, you talked about countering mm. lifestyle a lot, don't you, anyway? But like, I think that you end up yeah. moving bits that you wouldn't necessarily move. I don't know if this is something I heard somewhere, but is it also partly to do with blood circulation in parts of your body as well? Is Is that sort of enhanced by doing yoga poses, for example? Like every now and then I do a yoga with Adrian video or something. Sorry, I know that's, uh, I know I know that makes me like cheating on you I there. Feel like but... you, yeah, you're cheating on me with another yoga teacher. <laughs> She's good, but I wouldn't want to talk to her. But <laughs> so you know, sorry, Adrian. Yeah, it's all right. She can just console herself with her Adidas sponsorship and millions of YouTube subscribers. <laughs> millions of so, followers. <laughs> um, but she'll say things every now and then. She'll be like, oh, this is really good for your liver. And that sort of thing. <laughs> but is that because blood's going towards the liver? Because there's, I don't know, like, it sounds not like a quack thing, like like moving toxins in certain areas and stuff like that. But is that actually sort of what's going on? Like more blood flow going to certain areas is moving things about and cleaning yeah. things up? Is that sort of what's happening? Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, so... There is a way to target different organs based on movements. So they talk about like there's a lot of talk around twisting being detoxy. detoxy yeah, yeah, that would have been weird. But to be honest, like the fundamental basis of it is just that a lot of your systems can do with a bit of help. So if you, you say you have your, your lymph system, which is tubes and fluid that run around the body that take your lymph fluid, and your lymph fluid governs your immunity, um, as well as lots of other things, uh, your white blood cell counts, and then so it's immunity and things like that. So like, it's really important stuff. But as we know, we don't have another heart. We only have one heart. Our heart works for our blood, not our lymph fluid. So the only way to get the lymph fluid around the body is to move. The body must be moving to get that fluid around. And if you are very, very sedentary, it can cause problems. But on top of that, like, obviously your body wants to move the fluid. So it naturally has ways of moving things, just like your digestive system naturally moves the food through your whole system. So all the way, you know, you eat it and then there you go, you digest, as we know. But you can help even that digestion. You can help the, the food move through the intestines with twisting so it actually 
helps that movement happen. And it's the same for the lymph system, and it can be the same for the circulatory system, so for your blood, assuming you go about it in a comfortable way for you. So obviously, if you're assuming you have no heart issues, then maybe you would do a vigorous class, get your heart pumping, blood will be going everywhere, fingers are, you know, not cold anymore from sitting at your desk, you know, things like that. It makes a difference. And for your organs, uh, those things, you can target those organs based on those movements. And perhaps there's a little bit of theory around like, in a sense, like a self-massage idea. So there's a theory behind like compression and release, uh, like a medical side of it, where if you put pressure on something, like you, you could do it on your hand, you could squeeze your finger and you can watch it go white and then release and then it floods back with color again. So you've pressed the blood out of the tip of your finger and when you bring it, when you release it, fresh blood comes. It's not the same blood. That blood's gone and new blood has come in. So it's a similar idea with organs. You can add pressure to an organ based on your shape. And then when you release, fresh blood comes in. But whether that's as good as not having a drink on a Friday night, uh, you know, it doesn't really make up for the fact that, you know, you, you just got smashed last night. Yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to make your liver okay with the fact that you, you so know. So it's not a hangover cure just to get up <laughs> yeah, the next exactly. morning. And it's, not, <laughs> it's not an excuse to go <laughs> out and have 10 drinks. Just need to squeeze the blood out and then it's going to be fine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not an excuse for having it. Presumably the blood is still circulating anyway, but are you just like applying exactly. pressure to it to make it so that it's like... yeah. Well, yeah. like the idea is that like it can help because because it's a very it's it's very complicated. But um, and I can't say I understand it properly. But like there's a little bit of the idea of blood pressure. So it's not just your blood flow. There's also pressure in your body. Like you you don't have air in your blood vessels. Mm. It's just liquid. It's you know it's sealed. You know like when you see pictures of your blood vessels, they always show you like blood here and a little air pocket and the yeah, you know yeah, the like lining a, of the blood vessel and like it's you know a but pipe that's just for, or something, isn't <laughs> exactly it? like it's a pipe, but it's not because there's no air. If you put blood in your and if you put air in your blood vessels, it's dangerous. My dad used to have an air compressor, you know, to fill up your tires for your car and stuff because he's a mechanic. And one of the things he used to do with his air compressor was blow the dust off of him after he's been working. But he would always say, like, back up, don't come near me, and that doesn't go anywhere near your skin. Because if you actually got air into your veins by putting that air compressor right against your skin, it could be quite dangerous because you're you're sealed. So there is a little bit of, like, pressurize does make a difference. It can, it can literally help clean up a little bit, like, any particles that have stuck to the sides and stuff like that. Though, like... I'm not a doctor. So. Yeah, always the caveat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that all of a sudden you're going to not have high cholesterol because you do yoga. Like that's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But I I do think like there's a lot of like every little bit helps with the body. You know, your body's trying to do its best, and every little thing that you can do will help it along that little bit more and be just that little bit more happy and a little bit more. You know, well, in the end, yoga was invented as a as a form of movement so that monks can sit so you want to sit you do some yoga yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you'll be able to sit really comfortably and you won't have any guilt no i'm joking <laughs> you shouldn't have guilt anyway but <laughs> but you know that that was what it was made for it was made to counter sitting so much i mean i i Pretty sure they didn't sit in chairs, but... <laughs> yeah, they had rocks with backrests <laughs> they... and lumbar supports, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Exactly. But you know, the idea is there that we need to move and then we can be comfortable when we're doing something that maybe we want to do more. I mean, maybe you don't love yoga or you don't love getting up and exercising, but it doesn't matter because you love everything else. So you spend that one hour or two or five hours a week or however much time you want to spend on your practice so that the rest of the time, you know, the rest of the you know, 24 hours in a day, you are comfortable and happy and can sit on the couch and watch a movie without feeling like you ache or something, you know. It's building up credit. So. That's what I see it as sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Who likes exercise? No one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yoga is more enjoyable than the vast majority of exercises that really push you. Like going for a run is horrendous. But oh, but oh, I hate afterwards, it. <laughs> you feel better afterwards, but that's probably because you stopped running. Mm. You feel bad when you're doing it, but it's afterwards you do mm. feel better, but it's not pleasant, is it? You just go. The only thing that I would say might be classed as exercising that I have found quite pleasant is kind of dance exercising. Right. Like when yeah, there's like well, loud music and you're like, you're doing it, you're exercising, you're not dancing. You'd never dance like that if you were out anywhere in the world, but you're doing it here to your Zumba class. And it's kind of fun. Maybe. And I suppose you could do other things like where the exercising isn't the point of it. Like going for a hike or something where you're trying to get to a viewpoint, you know, where you're trying to get up to the top of a mountain and then you get a pretty view. And the point is the experience, not the exercise. But then technically you're exercising while you're doing it. Maybe that would be a good... That's the same thing though because it's still a payoff for the hard work. Yeah. Though, isn't it? So it's you're not, right. Yeah. yeah. I should just say that you have said that I walk about and stuff like that. But there have been periods where I've been very sedentary and I spent a long time in cars because, like, sometimes yeah. going three hours somewhere, three hours back, and so six you hours. Need a tour bus. Six hours sat in a car is a long time to be sitting. Yeah, that is. And yeah. before I did prop, might yeah, I think it's before I did yoga. I would get pains in my legs and stuff, and my mm-hmm. foot from being my foot would cramp from being on the clutch. Yeah. None of that happens now, though. I don't, and I think it's. It could be directly related to taking up a yoga practice, I think. Well, obviously, I'm going to say it is. Well, yeah, you would do it, but... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't I don't know, but, yeah. I, I, mean... I do correlate it to feeling less like shit. <laughs> so, so, but, yeah, I definitely had, like, more aches and pains and... And that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that people have to go absolutely bonkers and worry about sitting like you would if you were kind of maybe like you might if you were a smoker. But there's that idea that, you know, anything for too long is any too much of anything is a bad thing. If you survived off just kiwis, that probably wouldn't be very good for you either. You know, it's like, yeah, they're really good for you, but you can't just eat kiwis for the rest of your life. <laughs> too much yoga bad for you as well. Okay. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Unless unless you practice like loads of different styles of yoga. What <laughs> you're about to say, unless you come to my classes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, because, you know, there's Raja yoga, which isn't physical. That's just like meditation. Right. And then there's physical yoga. And then there's lots of degrees of physical yoga in terms of like you could take restful yoga and sleeping yoga. And, and so maybe you could find a way to make yoga your whole life without it being negative. <laughs> Like, like I think maybe Kundalini teachers do that kind of thing. You know? But you couldn't do a twenty-four hour vinyasa class, could you? I, I would not recommend it. <laughs> not even for charity. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm not doing it for charity. Yeah. So. Well, you don't want to like save the rainforest or something, wouldn't you do that? You know, I did do it. I did do a charity class before COVID, round about the time that Australia had all their really bad fires a mm. few years ago, just before COVID, and one of my 
friends who lives in Tokyo was setting up a initiative, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. I don't think that's the right word. But anyway, she set、yeah. up this thing and she said, like, everyone do yoga for Australia. 100% charity. These are the charities. Here's the promotional materials. And then she asked if anybody wanted to hop on board, you know, with what she was doing. So she taught a few classes and I taught one here in England. So that was quite cool.、Mm-hmm. And the one I taught here in England ended up making like 200 quid. And there was only like 15 people in it. So I thought that was really quite good. I was really yeah, that. good. Yeah, that's good. And I tried to make it extra special and fun. Like I started, I didn't call downward dog, downward dog during the class. I called it downward dingo. And, uh, <laughs> and、um, I gave everyone a little origami、uh, koala that was like a bookmark that I made. I made like 20 of them or whatever and gave them away.、Mm. And I also、uh, had a special playlist that had like didgeridoos and stuff like that in it. And in excess. And I used, I used eucalypt- yeah. <laughs> I used eucalyptus oil for like a head massage at the end, which I don't do, in, I haven't done since COVID, but like I used to do that. Um, mm. Like little press on the shoulders and stuff like that. I used to have the oil on my hands so that you would kind of smell that, you know, when I came near. And I used eucalyptus for that. It was actually quite a fun little thing that I put together. <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. But no, it only lasted like an hour and a half or something. It wasn't a,、uh, it wasn't a yoga marathon.、Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you want to call it a、right. day then?、No. We, did, we covered loads. Yeah, well, loads you、good. always think that, but then I always listen back and think, oh, actually. Hello again, and、uh, I'll, I'll shortly be to say goodbye.、Uh, also, but firstly, just before I do, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed that because,、uh, well, yeah, we do our best, you know what I mean? There's 33 other episodes if you've not heard them, so、uh, they're all pretty evergreen, they're not really topical, so.、Uh, If you fancy it, then just dip in whenever, although it probably wouldn't bother with the Euro 2020 episode anymore. If you do enjoy the show,、uh, don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, give us a nice review or something like that. It's really, really helpful, so、um, we appreciate that if you feel like、uh, it warrants it. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Thank you very much, and have a good day. <laughs>